So welcome to the Interim Whisperer. I am so happy to have this week's guests. This is one of those things that I like to do at the end of the semester, where I've been working with some super talented people. And these four on this, this video right now are super talented, waving hello. So I want to thank, um, honestly, it's going to be Dina and Gio and Lester and Josue that you're going to be hearing from, just so you know, and you're going to get to know more about them. And they are contractors and available to be hired. So be sure to connect with them on LinkedIn. They may share a social channel. I'm not sure at the end, but welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. you for having us. Yep. Now, just so everybody knows, no pressure, Gio. Gio is the one that's going to be editing this video. So to make sure that we have optimal sound and video, uh, I guess we'll say color balancing and sound balancing, all of that good stuff. So pay attention. He's very good at this. Okay. So we're going to open the show up with, tell us about yourself using one word and why that word best describes you. Dina? I'm going to go with creative. I'm really creative. I like scrapbooking and doing art projects with my daughter, Presley, and just creating videos too is, is really fun. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you chose that as the career path. That's a good choice. How about you, Gio? Um, I, I'd like to think that uh, the, a good word to describe me is like easygoing, uh, but also motivated. I know it's not one word, you know, it's kind of cheating, but um, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I think I, I'm pretty like relaxed about the way that I work, but, um, I work well and I, you know, it, things, uh, get done very, very well done. Mm -hmm. I would definitely use that word easygoing next time I describe you. Yep. That is, that definitely describes you. Lester, you're up. Yes. I think the word that best describes me is alive. I'm here and I'm ready oh, going to start ready to go and start the next chapter of my life. But our listening audience doesn't know where you were in the previous chapter. You got to give us a point of reference. Uh, I had a couple of uh, brain tumors and almost died. So I'm here now and I'm- Well, that's significant, but I'm also thinking of the fact that you served in the military. Yeah, served in two branches, a Marine Corps and Army. Wow, we all uh, have serious- uh, love and respect for you because that's not for everybody. So thank you for serving. And then also, I'm glad that you're part of the team. Thank you're, you, Lester. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, Josue. Uh, I definitely say my word is adaptable 
because uh, no matter what the situation is or how deep I think I am in, I can usually adapt to it and just come out on top. So especially with video projects, I, I see them and they look pretty big and impossible, but then I just adapt to it and then I just wing it essentially. So in a good way, of course, not in a bad way, but yeah, hmm. I'd say adaptable. Shapeshifter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, okay, this is totally unrelated, but yesterday I had in the background playing um, something on the Disney Channel, and it's the Adams Family. And if you have not watched the one with Wednesday, strongly recommend it. Shapeshifters. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're coming over there to you, Dina. What did you want to be when you were a child, and why that? Well, when I grew up, I wanted to be a mechanic. I helped my dad in the garage a lot and we changed tires and did all kinds of mechanic stuff. So for some reason, it was super fun for me being out there and helping him and stuff. So I'm able to do that now and keep, you know, change the oil in my car and rotate really? the tires. And Can you change the brakes? I could. I don't have never actually done that by myself. I'm kind of nervous because I'm like, okay, this is super important. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That, like yeah. you do something wrong in the brakes. <laughs> there like goes the, the car. Old, yeah, like the old school cars. You know, if something sounds weird. Oh, well, I might be able to, you know, troubleshoot what could be wrong with it. So. That's probably or, cars that were built in the '80s, right? Maybe the '90s. I th I think I'd say like 2000s like backwards i'd say yeah. because um, then they started less, putting more electronics in it so yeah right less computer chips and stuff yeah i agree i agree i used to do that with my dad too he would he made me sit and hand <laughs> him uh tools when he was working mm -hmm. on the cars and i think that's a really good uh, first off it's a good memory that i have with my dad but it's also something that i did not realize how much i was learning by doing that and learning about cars. And there had been uh, times I would go into the mechanic three times. I've gone in and said, so this is what uh, I believe the problem is. They went, no, I don't think that's gonna be it. And I was right and they were wrong. So I feel really good about that, that they couldn't take advantage of me. And that I wanna thank my dad again for just making me sit there, little 10 year old me and 12 year old me having to hand him stuff. So did you get in trouble for um, holding the light wrong? Like hold the light, hold the light and get sidetracked and hold yeah. the light. Still yeah, do. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I blocked those memories out purposely because those were like, no, but um, I do not know how to, I can change a tire, but I don't know how to change oil. I did not want to learn it, but mm -hmm. I appreciate the skill and props to you. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I hope you teach your daughter that. Hmm. Okay, Gio, what did you want to be? Um, I feel like most of the time as a kid, I never really had any job that I was like set on being. But I think since I grew up in the A, uh, when YouTube was becoming like a big thing and I was watching all these people on YouTube, I was like, I want to make videos just like these people, you know, like uh, people on YouTube way back in like 2009, 2010, you know, like these funny little uh, video game videos and i i feel like that's just what i wanted to be you know i wanted to make uh little videos for people to watch and to laugh mm -hmm. did you um see this article it just came out it was yesterday 
about kids that are less than 10 years old and they're making millions of dollars because of their videos? Uh, no, but I'm aware of the of the prospect. You know, there's this kid on YouTube called the Ryan Ryan's something. Toy Reviews. He, yeah, Ryan's well, Toy Reviews. He's more. He's not a kid anymore at this point, but yeah, he's he's still very he very well off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's some really good parenting, I would say, going, or I don't know how you think about it, but I'm sitting here thinking, man, those were smart parents that sat there and saw this as an opportunity to monetize, hopefully in the best possible way, because not only did they create a, a career path for their son, but they also were able to make sure that he went to school for free or whatever, because I'm sure he's well off, right, Gio? Well, I'm sure he's well off, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, you know, because you, you got to think when when this kid started, he was like 10. So he probably didn't think like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a, a YouTuber creating content, yeah. you know, getting my life put out there at, at 10, 11 years old. Mm -hmm. So but you were thinking of that when you said you were a kid. How old were you when you were, were thinking of that? I was probably like 12 or 13, which was around the same age. But, you know, it's it. I, I feel like it's different in my uh, opinion, because I, I only thought about it, you know, uh, this kid's parents put him through all that stuff. His life is pretty much public. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the kids that become beauty queen pageants or, you know, or child actors. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, their life is, is not normal. <laughs> it's not yeah. it's the average lifestyle. Sure. How about you, Lester? What did you want to be? Um, honestly, I wanted to be a drug dealer. No way. You went a whole 180 by going in the military. Yeah, I, I had a choice from a nice judge. Oh, oh. wow. You, yeah, you know I what? Wasn't a good, I wasn't a good drug dealer. I was more comical than a, a, a drug dealer. So I made all the drug dealers laugh and I went and got their cigarettes and got all their other uh, supplies. And I got caught with some... <laughs> three bags of weed and went in front of a judge and I had already enlisted a year earlier. So he said, they're going to do worse to you than what, than uh, what I can. So oh my God. he got out of my court and, and, and I want to see you again. Yeah. Well, he could have also saved your life. You never know. Yeah. Then the Gulf War started up. So. Yeah. You have a lot of angels all around you, buddy. I'm going to tell you. Angels, devils. Well, we always have the devils, but the angels were not the devils. So. <laughs> Depending on what you believe, right? So true, true. Yeah, but I already know. Yeah, okay. We'll we'll save that philosophical or yeah, not philosophical, theological viewpoint of of life there for another time. But wow. Okay, Josue, you're up. Well. I was, I was kind of more a little bit like Geo, but I was very much influenced by my uncle uh, because I looked up to him a lot. So I kind of wanted to be like a computer programmer. So uh, nothing, I don't know anything specific. I just wanted to do what my uncle was doing. But then, yeah, I kind of just woke up and then I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, that's always significant because, you know, I said I wanted to also um, be like a programmer. I was told this to my dad when I was like already graduated from school and stuff. He said, you waited too late. 
it's too late for you. And I went, God, that's not very supportive. You know, I was thinking my dad would say, yes, you could be anything you want. He said, no, no. I've already waited too late. They're like already so far ahead of you. And he knew I wasn't a math person. He tried to teach me math. He said, I, I don't think you'll be able to make that. And again, it really kind of pissed me off enough, <laughs> but it obviously I did not choose that as my career path. So anyway, programming is uh, hard, I think. Very hard. Yes. All right. So favorite quote, Dina, what is your favorite quote that you live by or just something that you like? I just found one. Oh. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. Isn't that Walt Disney? It said Zig Ziglar. Oh, that is true. Yeah. But it, it also sounds a little bit like a Walt Disney quote too. It does. It does. I really like it. It definitely, if you dream it, you can achieve it. So what is your dream? What do you want to achieve? You, it, it can be anything. A video editing, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm a video editor and I feel I'm like super close now. I don't have sure. like great videos, but definitely a video editor. Yeah. So somebody said this to me one time, <clears throat> you know, you're only as uh, safe as you believe you are. And if you already see yourself as that, then you are that. And it doesn't mean that you have to know every single thing. It just means, do you see yourself as a video editor? And if you see yourself there, then you've already crossed the, the line and you're there. So in your head, there might be something that's keeping you from believing you are that, but it's not like you take it. I mean, you take a school test, <laughs> but you also produce videos and you've done a lot here. So you can certainly say, yeah, yeah, I am that. And you can always yes. be a better one, right? I feel more accomplished for sure. Mm, I think you are too. I think that you guys should all strive for winning um, some awards. That's something that I would encourage you to do. And oh, separate side note, I had a call with Chris Kremitzos with PodFest and he has free tickets that I can send you guys to come to PodFest in January. If you want to go, you can go for free. And you can also, Dina, if you want to take your daughter, you can. That'll be oh, the beginner track. And you'll be able to connect with other people in the industry. There's a lot of video people there. But you can talk to a ton of podcasters and be able to see if you can pick up some uh, side gigs for yourself. So I would strongly say yes, if it were you. Yes, that sounds fun. Good. Um, they've given me my links. And it's going to be for anybody. So you guys get the Valencia link. Be sure to sign up. And there will be volunteer opportunities. And if you volunteer, um, just a little shameless plug for PodFest, uh, you, you get a t-shirt. Okay, that's one thing. They feed you ridiculously well. They will pay your parking. It is also down on iDrive. Um, and not everybody gets parking provided. It's down on the um, concourse. Is it in the concourse? No, I think it's going to be in the Hilton. Anyway, I'll send you guys information. I'll share it also um, and our social channels so that people know that we want students to come. And so students are the only ones that get to come for free. So Lester, hope you come too. You can bring But is friend. it good food? Pardon me? Is it good food? Of course it is. <laughs> you haven't been there, so you don't know, but yes, it is. It's not pizza. I can promise you that. Ah, uh, darn. Yeah. I'll go for the t-shirt. Yeah. Well, you'll get the t-shirt, but you'll also get like just so much really good connections that um, you don't know how they're going to work out. You have to follow up with the connections though. That's for sure. Okay. Geo, favorite quote that you live by? 
or uh, his favorite quote? I would say that I, I don't live by it, but I it is probably my favorite quote. Um, my favorite quote is, don't be sorry, uh, be better. Oh. So uh, if anybody's played uh, the 2018 God of War, uh, you might remember, but I enjoy it very much because, you know, whenever you're feeling bad about things that you've done, you know, maybe you, do, you mess up at work or, you know, you're just feeling bad about something in your life, you know, you... I feel like it's really nice to sit down and think about it and just be like, I can't feel sorry for myself. You know, I can't let myself get down. I just have to be better next time. Mm -hmm. That's a really good game. The artwork in that game is incredible. I looked at that website and I just went, oh my God, this is such a... It's I even mean, better inside the game. <laughs> like oh, I haven't the way they, they brought everything back to like into life. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Um, I'm incentivized now. I'm going to have to go look at it maybe over the weekend. So um, are you really good at that game though, Gio? Uh, there's no, I wouldn't say that there's like a being really good at the game. You know, it's a, it's a single player game. Uh, but I would say that I'm pretty good. I mean. Have <laughs> <laughs> you Not won any, right. like, have you won any championships or anything? It's a single player game. It's a, it's like a story based thing. There's no, yeah, it's, player aspect. Not it's not competitive. Another person, yeah. but still you're ranked, right? No, it's not competitive in any way. Uh, yeah. It's just you and the story itself. You're just experiencing the story like by yourself. The best thing is beating the Valkyries. If you can beat the Valkyries, then you remember i i did it on god of war it was the worst thing i've ever done probably ever if, if you had a question where it was like what was the biggest obstacle in your life it was beating uh the, the final valkyrie, valkyrie. Yeah. on god of war <laughs> mm. Mm. okay well i'm intrigued i definitely want to go and check it out now i'm going to do that lester you must play that game too yes ma'am Yes, okay. I, I I love it. I, I just I just downloaded the newer one, but I can't play it until after the twelfth of December when all my classes are finished. So I got that, and I'm and um, actually my son is already beating it, and he's trying to send me stuff, and I'm I I, I had to block him. I was like, I can't mess with you right now. <laughs> oh, you dodged a bullet there, but still, yeah, my, my friends are the yeah. same. I I had to just block it out and finish it quick. You see, no, I'm, I'm so, so I'm waiting to everything is done and I, I got that and I got uh Tiger, uh, the new Tiger Woods game, I guess I, uh, I got those already downloaded on deck and I, I just bought a one terabyte, um, internal hard drive. So I'm, oh, you're ready. You're ready. ready. You're you're ready. ready to go, bro. <laughs> motivation, motivation. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. he's seen that finish line and he is there going, okay. Yeah. So does that mean you go into like what? 72 hours of just being a zombie <laughs> in games? No, actually, I'm going to make a nice meal, probably make some, some, something with a, yeah. with a little pasta that, that I can stretch out over a couple of days and have some Ooh. shrimp crab and stuff of that nature uh some nice little uh, diet soda maybe or some tea and you know say so i may even make something from scratch uh maybe may even uh, bake something it this is gonna be my party that i finally <laughs> accomplished something so. <laughs> nice i'll go i'll go <laughs> y'all yeah. are welcome because okay uh, if you're I, cooking I, then I, yes i will i have a special question now and i'll save that one for later okay josue how about you your quote um well, I mean, did Lester do his quote? Wait, isn't that what we were talking about? No. 
No, we're talking about uh, God of War. <laughs> you asked him if he played God of War. <laughs> I know, but we went in a whole different direction because I'm of the sorry. one question that Geo had. But wait, okay. what was the question then? Because I'm completely. Oh, what, like what quote do you live by? Because, that was well, we went, okay, thank you. Okay, the favorite quote that you live by. So I am right about the question, but I know that what Gio did is he talked about that and then he morphed it into God of War. <laughs> and we carried it over into Lester saying, wait, Lester didn't, did you say your favorite quote? I know, but no, but my favorite quote is a man who stands for nothing will fall for anything. Oh, Malcolm that's X. powerful. That a lot of these good. are powerful. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's just so true. Most, really most members of, I'm sorry. Most members of, um, of the military kind of live by that because we mostly are sent to help people who can help themselves or we are there to clean up at the messes that other people have started and stuff of that nature. So that's something that I've always lived by. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Do you know who said that? Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. You said it a minute ago. That's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Now we're coming over to you, Josue. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite or the quote that I live by is don't let yesterday take up too much of today. So the way I interpret that is like, you can't get hung up on what you did yesterday, even if that was good or, or wrong, just keep moving forward. Mm hmm and do something today mm -hmm. like let so, it go yeah basically <laughs> do you take that advice yeah of course okay good uh, I'm glad to hear sometimes that. it's a little bit hard to do it but yeah eventually i do have to do it so yeah otherwise i'm just never going to be able to move forward yeah it's paralyzing right mm -hmm. yeah and that is a choice and we don't always realize that so anxiety can can do that and we can like sit here and go, how much time did I lose because of this, this one thing that was paralyzing me when all we have to do is jump into it. Yep. All right, Dina, what are you most grateful for? I am most grateful for my daughter, Presley Lynn. She makes me be a better person. She's makes me happy. So I am so grateful to be her mom. She makes me proud. She makes great choices and she's a great little human. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to guess that you might want to have her listen to this episode so that she'll hear you say that. I'll test her. Yeah. What was the best thing that mommy said, right? <laughs> that <laughs> exactly. made you smile. <laughs> yeah. Does she listen to the show? Um, she would probably maybe a little bit. I'm not sure if she would or not. Hmm. She's just, she's seven. So then maybe matter. a little overhead a little bit you do it so you know that's why she would want to okay so did you guys any of the gentlemen here did you think that the reason why her name was presley is because maybe it was elvis presley or am i the only one i asked that of dina earlier before that we got on the show well i mean now that you mentioned it now i can't like unsee it so <laughs> yeah I don't even think uh, Gio and you, Josue, I don't think if you guys know who Elvis Presley is. I know Elvis oh, Presley. No, I know, I, I know. Just, I just did not think that. Yeah. Oh. It's not related. It's not related to the singer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she would have said that otherwise. So, you know, it's totally good. All right. So handing it over to you, Gio, most grateful? Uh, I'm probably most grateful for my mom. Uh, she always keeps me on track. 
you know, um, she always makes sure that I am not missing anything. Uh, like if I'm like, oh, well, I need Premiere for this. She's like, okay, I'll get you Premiere. You know, if you need like the small, even the smallest stuff, she's like, you need a box of pencils? You know, I'll run over, get your box of pencils immediately. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just really thankful for her. Yeah, that's really nice. Moms love to hear that because honestly, I don't think that parents, men, men or women hear it very much from their kids. Uh, one year for, okay, so here's what you can do for your parents. Just as a little side note, I did this for my parents. I wrote them a letter and I told them everything that I thought that they did well. And then the things that, you know, that I didn't think they did so well, I, I turned it around and I said, so because you did this, I really learned a lot of things more about myself and who I wanted to be. And I then, I didn't just send it to them. I actually told it to them. And man, there was like, my now my parents are divorced but there was like snot coming down on <laughs> video camera like, okay this is all like you know so much because every parent wants to know that they didn't screw it up and that you're actually an okay person so i went ahead and had said you know you made me somebody that's resilient that you know knows the difference between right and wrong that you know i went through all of the the values that they gave me. And I'm going to tell you, if you do that and you make sure you write it down or you record it because you guys are all video people, every person in your life, whether you do it for your spouse, your significant other, your parents, your kids, um, it's going to be more meaningful because when my mom was passing away, um, my brother and I, we each asked her to call us. It, she was in hospice and we knew like she wasn't coming back. So we asked her to call and leave us a message. And I've only listened to that message once. And I just bawled like a baby, but I have never deleted it. And it's still on my phone. And I know that I can go and listen to it if I ever want to. So very emotional. Yeah, it is. It was, it was Wrong. anyway. Yeah. I miss my mom. So don't, uh, don't live with regrets. I guess that would be some advice I would pass on. Yeah. To. Yeah. All right. Who in your life has had the biggest impact? Let me guess who that's going to be. So I think we're over here with you, Dina. Um, going to be Presley. Did you guys do the most grateful for Lester? Wait, did I, I skip something again? Lester and Hostway, I think. On oh those. my God. <laughs> I'm getting totally off track. Lester, thank you for keeping me on track. <laughs> sure. I need your mom, Gio. I need your mom. <laughs> I've heard she would she track. would she would keep you in line you would have already been reprimanded oh You're done I don't want to be reprimanded I just want to be <laughs> nurtured honestly okay Lester who are you most grateful for I'm most I'm most grateful for my friends <laughs> because I chose those people to be in my life mm -hmm. and if you are not in my life then you're really not my friend so and uh and those people have been they've had my back when I was low on the ground. So it's, uh, it's my friends who I'm most thankful for. Mm -hmm. You can choose your family though, too, because like nobody owes us anything in life, right? Nobody, nobody. And that includes parents, siblings, kids, significant others. So I always remember that. So when somebody either calls me or texts me or even says, it's very rare where somebody says, hey, let's go, let's go and get something to eat or go to a movie or something. I go, wow, yes, let's do that. Because it's very meaningful to me. And 
whether it is somebody in my family. So I know that every time my dad or my brother contacts me, it, it's very meaningful to me, but it's the same if it's a one of my friends. Many times the people I work with are the ones that um, become my circle. Um, so it's always meaningful when anybody chooses to do that, but family can do that too. So I don't know, maybe things aren't always what we want with our family, but you can still choose family. You have a son, so I'm pretty sure you're choosing him. Well, yeah. Yeah, you don't have I, to, is the point. I mean, I mean, he's on my, uh, if I die, he gets money, so he's good. <laughs> <laughs> not always, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. is the point. So sometimes kids don't always do what you hope they will. How about you, Josue? Well, uh, I definitely have to say my, well, like Geo, like my parents, I guess. So like my family and yeah, they've always been there for me. They've always helped me like keep pushing forward. Um, yeah, like I don't think I could ever be like not grateful for them. Mm -hmm. they they've always tried to keep me like on track and just like you know it, just be responsible and not lose sight of myself I guess mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's really nice super nice all right and it comes at an appropriate time because we just finished Thanksgiving we're going to be getting into um obviously the holiday season so it's always about being thankful and grateful and just remembering, honestly, nobody has to do anything for us. All right, so this is a, um, a wild card. Nobody's going to know this one's coming. Oh, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> there he goes. Oh, boy. <laughs> so Can we do reverse order? <laughs> I'm going to start with Lester first. So everybody, you're on Chopped. You have four ingredients in your chopped basket. What can you make with four ingredients? Remember, you have access to a full pantry with other items that you can add. What are the four strangest things you would put in your chopped basket? Lester, because he's a cook. And I've seen his stuff on LinkedIn. I mean, on Facebook, and he's good. Uh, four things I'll put in my basket. Uh, onion, pepper, uh, a, a, a protein. Yeah, you got to have. What's the protein? Is it cow's um, tongue? No, it'll okay. be chicken. Chicken is the easiest and is a uh, multi-purpose food. So you get, if you got those three ingredients, anything you add to that, I know I, I was coming to the fork. If you, if you have those three ingredients, you can add anything else to that to, to make it a meal. You can add pasta, you can add rice, you can add beans, you can add anything else. So those will be your three, those will be your three starters. And then you add your uh, starch to that. So. Do you ever, have you ever watched Chopped? I've watched Chopped and I understand it, but it's, <clears throat> I'm a, I was a cook in the military. So it's like, that's, that's cute, but I got to feed 5,000 people. <laughs> so, so this is what I would put in my Chopped basket. I'll buy the other three sometime. If I was going to put something in there, I would put crab. I would put eggs, quail eggs. Quail eggs are super tiny. I would put, um, mm, I would put green onions and then I would put ice cream because you're always supposed to have something really weird in the box, in the, in the, 
and the like for chopped, right? That was yeah, the like unchopped. And they give you something that's like a total wild card and it goes in a completely different direction. And so what I would do is I would use all of that to make a quiche because even though I didn't have a crust in there, there's usually like the ingredients to go make a crust that I could do, but I would use the ice cream to have as part of the dairy product that would go in there with the quail eggs. And then obviously I'd have crab and I would probably get some spinach from the pantry to put in there too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. I don't know. Like, and the green onions. Yeah. Sounds interesting. I, I just don't know if it'll come together though. Of course it will. I've done this before. Oh, I do this. Okay. I sit here and I go, okay, I have like no ingredients and I haven't gone grocery shopping. I go, what do I have in here? And I go, oh, I've got these things. What can I make? You can do anything with eggs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's easy. That becomes a key. All right, so Josue, you're up. What are your four ingredients? So I think I'll go with... Um, Gotta have a crazy card. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Uh, ground beef. Okay. Uh, refried beans. And yeah. let's see. And then some... Does seasoning count as an ingredient? Or... Oh, it's already there. You don't have to... You really don't count. Okay. So, okay. What else can I add to that? You got to have something weird, like some yeah, kind of candy or dessert or something in there. Okay. So I think I'll put in like the sour, sour worms. Ooh, sour patch kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And then one more thing. Let's see. What else? You had beef, add? beans, yeah. sour patch kids. And then I guess like to top it off, I guess some like tacos or something. So for the, because I'm planning to make like a chili out of it. So then the tacos would come in handy, like the putting in the, putting in the shell and then wham, you can instantly get a instant taco, I guess. Yeah. Plus okay. you have the chill in case you don't want any, any like uh, taco shells. You don't want corn because maybe it has whatever it's Monsanto. I mean, you can, you can, I think you can take some like taco shells that aren't made out of corn. Yeah. Just like there isn't like, uh, like uh, tortillas made out of. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think they'll uh, have multiple options. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dino, I know that Josue cooks, so I know these two gentlemen cook. I don't know about Gio. He's the one that I'm sitting here. <laughs> okay. So I think I may make up Gio's and see what he could do, but Dino, what would you do? What's in your chop basket? Geez, I've got some great ingredients, but the weird one, I'm not sure. So I would have chicken and rice and cheese. Okay. And so okay. Let me give you the weird one then. All right. I was, so okay. You're going to have chocolate, uh, crunchy chocolate chip cookies. I was thinking like a marshmallows or honey. <laughs> mm, okay. You can go with that. Help it Which stick one? together. Uh, honey, we'll go with honey. I what guess. are you going to make with that? I guess like a casserole, chicken, rice, cheese, and honey casserole. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And remember, you can always pull vegetables or anything else out of the pantry. Just because it's not in the basket doesn't mean you can't get it. You can. What else did she have? She had chocolate what? I said chocolate yes. chip cookies. Oh, chocolate chip cookies. But she said marshmallow or honey. honey. The marshmallow would be very hard to do. Yeah, because chicken with marshmallow, I'm going, mm, no, that sounds like it's going to be like maybe a some kind of a glaze sauce, maybe. Yep. maybe. I, I was thinking peanut butter. Glaze. You could do that. That works really well with chicken. 
you know, just a little, you know, like think about when you go to the Chinese restaurant and you get peanut sauce or you have peanuts in your, <laughs> they're in my chicken at, um, at Panda Express. You can thin it out and make a glaze out of it too. Just add a couple of grains to it and thin it out and make it like yeah. a little peanut butter glaze on the side. Yeah. If we're dipping your chicken. They use it in Thai, a lot in Thai food. And what you've just put over there on the side works really well in Thai. Okay, Gio, what are you going to do? Do you want me to give you your ingredients? Do you cook anything? Uh, yeah, I'd like you to give me my ingredients because uh, <laughs> I'll be real. I, I've heard all three of your answer, all four of your answers, and uh, I, I still can't even put it together. I've never seen the show. I don't cook. I don't know anything about anything. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> relatively simply, uh, relatively simple. Okay, so yours is a package of. Um, Hot pockets. Individually, nope. Individually wrapped, uh, individ individually packaged oatmeal, instant oatmeal. Mm, okay. You have in your box also a can of condensed milk. Do you know what that is? Okay, good. You have in your um, basket, you also have mandarin oranges. And then you also have in there um, lemon juice. What would you make? Oh, wow. This is weird. Uh, like a breakfast? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> can you be. can make oatmeal out of that. Definitely, yeah, you can make but... oatmeal and like or, a little side of oranges. Or... Yeah, you can. You can take the oatmeal, make a crust out of it. There and you add go. Lemon juice and stuff of that nature. <laughs> then you can put all that fruit on top of it. It'll be like a nice little parfait or a pie. Yeah, there mm. you go. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Creative. That's why I was going, okay, with the oatmeal, you just turn that into a crust, Lester. You and I are on the same page. Yeah. And then obviously the oranges and the condensed milk, you can turn that. If you throw some cream cheese in there, boom, you've got like a little mousse. Yep. Yeah, it's totally good. All right. So now, Gio, just what you should have is the biggest takeaway is every woman, when you can cook for a woman and you have a signature dish that you do well, you're going to blow the socks off of them and they will think that you're like the man. So make sure you know how to make something really well. It really is. It's you, women. you can at least take care of the house. That works too. <laughs> yeah. Or I always get them with uh, homemade cinnamon rolls i make them from scratch oh yes Ooh. yeah let's have oh, you got you got me house. and i don't even a woman <laughs> yeah we're coming to your house sunday for brunch with cinnamon rolls after the 12th after the 12th well make it after the 15th because i'm gonna be glued <laughs> to the tv like this oh yeah <laughs> no that yeah that game is long so he's not gonna finish We'll bring our flour and our cinnamon with us. Okay, so we're going to take just a moment to acknowledge our sponsor, Cat5 Studios. The Intern Whisperer is brought to you by Cat5 Studios, who help you create games and videos for your training and marketing needs that are out of this world. Visit Cat5 Studios for more information to learn how Cat5 Studios can help your business. Thank you, Cat5 Studios. And we are back to the second half of the show. Who in your life has had the biggest impact for you? Starting with you, Dina. Okay. I would probably say who had the biggest impact would be my husband, Jason. <laughs> he has always been going to school and he has been graduating college and he got his um, associate's degree, then he got his bachelor's degree, and then he got a master's degree. So with him inspiring me, you know, to keep going and do it myself and keep going that I can do it. You know, he did it and um, he showed me that, you know, you can do it. 
Yeah. It's hard to work full time and also go to school full time, or it's hard to be when you have children that you're taking care of, or even people in the house, because being a house, a housewife, a house husband, that is a full-time job too. So that is not easy. Yes. It just means there's a little more flexibility in the day, but it doesn't mean it's any easier. Yeah. How about you, Gio? Who are you? Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to say your mom, but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Well, uh, my mom too, but, uh, probably most likely my friends. Um, I have, uh, I am very thankful for them as well. Um, I have a very large circle of friends who are um, a very big deal to me. Uh, you know, they um, they take me out. You know, we go we go everywhere together. Um, You're a pack. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter. You know, uh, like my friend right now is in Orlando, and I'm and I'm not. Uh, but we're still, you know, like as tight as ever. Um, because, I mean, I don't know, like we, we hung out for years and years, you know, we've been close friends for about seven years. So I would wow. say that, yeah, my friend Daniel, he's a very big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, Lester, how about you? I would say my son, because I want him to see that, it, that even though you are sick or whatever have you, and you this and that, you can still try to get something else uh, out of life. So, you know, I, I'm different than all the rest of y'all. I, I'm retired. Um, I, I don't have to really do anything, but I, I chose to try to do something that's totally out of the realm of things that, that I've ever done uh, in my life. So I think I'm more proud of trying to graduate uh, from this because I've never really graduated from anything except boot camp and and that's about it. So yeah, so this, uh, so I, I want him to see something that uh, his father has made it all the way through all the 12, 13, 14 surgeries and this and that. So yeah, so yeah, that's so, super sweet. Yeah. So did you graduate high school? Uh, sort of. Sort of. So yeah, I, uh, you have I, to uh, take an exam to get into the military, right? Yes, as bad. Uh, Army, the armed service vocational aptitude battery test. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they make you take something. Yeah, so I got a great score on that, but um, my uh, extracurricular activities took the job that I was going to have. I was going to be uh, a supply, but after I got arrested for my extracurricular activities, they said you can be a cook or infantryman. So I became Mm -hmm. a cook. And my great grandfather, and my grandfather was a master chef in the United States Air Force. Oh. I started cooking when I was six, seven, and I just did it because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did it for a job and hated every, <laughs> every second of it. Every but second. you know, but uh, I, I feel as though that if I was going to do anything else besides or what I'm doing now, kids, I would like to teach like home ec and stuff of that nature because that's something yeah. that I don't think they do anymore. They don't. They used to call it a different name, like hospitality or something like that. And I went, okay, that's a career path, but that doesn't teach them life skills. And that's where you learn how to change a tire. You learn how to read maps. You know, if you didn't have your phone, how would you get to anywhere, right? That's good. All right. So what is the legacy that, oh, wait, I didn't go to Hostway. Okay. Yeah. uh, So... I guess the oh sorry about that okay the biggest uh the biggest impact in my life i has been i guess my friends really 
like they've really broadened my horizons and just like you know uh taught me so many things like that I don't think my family could have taught me and you know just being there when I needed somebody to support me like even if my family wasn't there so what's so, the legacy though you want to leave the legacy um I don't know I just I just kind of wanted to help people I guess like just help as many people as I can before I just poof out of existence to keep it child friendly yes yeah I think that what we're most grateful for and who's been the biggest influence it often ties into the legacy that we want to leave honestly I think it does not entirely sure how about you Dina the legacy I would want to leave probably would be um, educational videos for my grandchildren to see. Mm -hmm. I've worked in childcare forever before I had my daughter, like 20 years. And, you know, we'd sing songs, do activities. And it was really, I loved it. I loved going to work. I love working with children. And so I want to make educational videos and little story plays that my daughter and I would sing songs. And then maybe my grandchild will be able to see that too. So that would mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. How about you, Gio? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that most of it is just like spreading some laughs uh, with my videos. You know, like uh, if I post my stuff on YouTube, I, I hope that my friends can see it. Um, I hope that not only my friends, but, you know, maybe if they like them enough, my friends and their kids could see it, my kids could see it. Um, just to spread, uh, to spread some comedy around. You know, I'd be, I'd just be happy if um, my people walked up to me and they were like, oh, I saw your video, you know, and it was funny, you know, yeah. that like, that's, that's really enough for me. Here's another really good movie um, that played in the background for me. I usually use movies that play in the background while I'm doing work because it, it's just background noise for me, but I was listening to it and it was Noel and it was with Anna Kendrick, super sweet super super nice and there's some things that like they don't all match up but it's like why can't santa be a woman and it, that's the idea behind it but i enjoyed it quite a bit and i would say you know check it out anna kendrick is so funny anyway and that's why you said funny and i went oh it was hilariously funny yeah bill hayden's in it also if you know those people saturday night live people yeah how about you there Sir, I'm coming back to you, Lester. Did we answer the what the, the legacy is? Because I don't think, but I think you did answer it. But yeah, I kind of answered it. But um, I think it's it's simple for me since I have such a core group of friends and a core group of family. I, I want people to be able to close their eyes and still hear my laughter. That's my mm -hmm. legacy because because I brought laughter to mostly everybody that, that I've been around. So my, my legacy is them telling stories about how I made them laugh when there was a situation that they shouldn't be laughing at. And, but, but I came around and I, I picked them up. So that's it. Is your son in college? My son. Oh, Jesus. He is. He just surprised me the other day and said he's going to start college. And I almost ran out the house with my shirt off and no one needs to see all that floppage but <laughs> i was like i was like okay so i told him i said I, and um i said well i have school supplies if you need i have this if you need and then my words to him is whenever you start something that's going to better yourself watch out for the haters and the pitfalls mm -hmm. 
because a lot of people do do not want you to better themselves about better yourself a lot of people want to go hey come hang out come smoke come do this no no i got something to do i'm trying to stay focused and that's what i told him i said stay the course just stay the course and i said if you ever need a place to get away and you come here and you can chill and do school work but just stay the course because once you look back and you go wow i did something mm -hmm. can't nobody take that from you no that's a really good, you set a really good example for him. I'm quite sure because if he's got, does he know where he wants to go to college? He's going to Seminole. Seminole. Oh, That's good. Nice. So I was like, cool. What does he want to do? That is a great question, but I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I told him, I said, the best thing I would tell you is get all your cores out the way first. Cause those are really the ones that are going to be kind of. Yeah. Kind of, kind of stressful so get, get all out the way and but you know i'll let him come to me because i know it's brand new territory so i'm like come to daddy and um mm -hmm. i'll tell you um, i'll tell you what's what yep very nice yeah. well i know Josue. he he answered his do, do you want to change anything on your legacy answer or add Josue? Oh, no, that's that's okay. Everything is pretty much. Yeah, my friends have always been there. So yeah, I, even if they're just a small group of friends. Yeah, I value them a lot. They've had such a big impact on my life. Mm, yeah, friends are precious. All right, Dina, robots, augmented reality, virtual reality, or whatever piece of technology you want to talk about. What are your thoughts about 2030? I don't really have a lot to say about it. That's okay. But I do think it's going to keep growing and people are going to keep building things and it's going to just be amazing. Mm. So no Terminator in your future, right? We're not going to burn. Okay. Could be like, just pick a science fiction movie. It's going to be any of those, I think. All right. Gio, what do you think? Um, I mean, I think maybe eventually, I don't know if it'll be in <laughs> 2030 or later or earlier. Uh, but I think eventually there's going to be like some kind of, uh, we're already seeing things like AI art. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Ugh. the AI art kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah I, I kind of feel the same way about it. Um, but I feel like if you're already like creating AI to engineer art, I don't think it's that different if you input a video and you may create an algorithm for the AI to like understand how to make a video. Yeah, but like that's the I think that's the problem. Like it, it's just like all the the parts that you go to see a video for, like the the human aspect of it, just gets lost. And this is the same thing with art, and it just doesn't feel right, especially when you just see them get stolen from them in order to make it in order to make that algorithm. So yeah, I just don't feel right about it. It could be useful in order to help people like complete something or something like that. But the way it's being used. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't like it either. Um, I think it's like a really bad path that it's kind of going down because people are monetizing um, a, like the, the AI that they create, but it's yeah. derivative off of other people's work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, without credit or payment. So imagine if, you know, one of us made a video and somebody used it to tune their AI and they sold it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's 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 pretty much just theft with a couple extra steps. 
Don't you think it depends upon if they've posted it in an open source uh, platform, though? Because if it's open source, it's there for anybody to take and enhance. Yeah, but the 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 problem is still there. Like it's sourcing from like uh like other places, even if it's open source. Like uh most of the ones that are like out there already, you just source it from other artists without letting them know. And most of them don't want to be used as a reference. So it, it just it's very scummy. Well, so I'm being clear when I'm talking about open source, people go on to what's called an open source platform and they either post code or they'll post art or they'll post music. They post things purposely there so it can be shared and it can be improved upon. That's the reason why open source is in there. But I just wanted to make sure I was uh, explaining it more appropriately. Oh, no, no. I I, to be like taking stolen stuff and put over there. That's wrong. No, no, I I do get that. It's just that even if it is open source, uh, it it's still just gonna lead to that because it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, and the people that go through that effort to, to like use that code or use the open source aspect to their advantage, you know, they'll still use it to steal and other stuff. So I don't think that's a good idea either. So I think. It, it might be useful, but there needs to be a lot of policing, which there isn't. It's yeah. the same thing with like a lot of other technologies like NFTs and all this stuff. Mm, so, yeah. yeah, definitely. Gio, do you have anything you want to add before we go over to Lester? No, I mean, I agree. I, I think that um, there's no real laws around it because it's so new. Um, I think that things have to be like a lot uh, tighter surrounding um, AI and like computer generated content um, if it's derivative of other content. But I mean, you know, we can only see where it's going to go from here. Mm-hmm. There's no real telling right now because it's so it's it's so brand new. As far as I understand, um, it's probably like two or three years old by now. And that's like even two, three years ago, it was so primitive. It, I wouldn't even count it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Lester? Can you uh, restate the question again? Sure. What do you think 2030 is going to look like? That's just barely seven years away, you know, if we're really going to say that. So where do you think, any any opinions about AI, about augmented reality, virtual reality, um, automations, taking jobs? um, I have a different take on it because my, I, I have a huge fear that in seven years, uh, it's going to be a a global war mm. because I think that's where we're headed. And so, it would be great to have more of the AI and stuff of that nature, and to uh, actually go in to fight these wars. But I believe that with all the technology we have, we still need that human feel in everything we do and then we have to take out the 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 emotion the 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 politics the christianity you gotta take all that out and strip it down to the bare minimal is this good for the human race mm-hmm. and when and now when you start adding the other stuff to it that's when things become skewed so if we can break it down to the bare minimum and help people out because uh, i've seen uh, uh videos where engineers have made their own prosthetic legs and i'm like wow that's a great ingenious way to help other people forward but but then i've seen what 
a 2000 bomb, uh, a precision bomb and can do it to a village. So yeah, yeah. it's coming from the same place in my, in my mind. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fearful uh, for the future, but it's because of all the stuff I've seen in, uh, in the past. Yeah. And stuff that keeps reoccurring today and tomorrow. And you you can't even drive. I've been in cars with Christians who said I, I thought I was riding with Samuel Jackson because he was cussing out everybody on the road. And I'm like, wow, you a Christian and you this <laughs> okay, understood. Wow. So sorry, uh, I did I didn't mean to go off on that, but that's the way I feel. And I, I just feel very sadly that our children, children will suffer for the stuff that people before us have put out there mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah history kind of just repeats itself yeah. i'm sorry that's why say again oh I, I was just saying like that sadly like history kind of just repeats itself even if it's a little bit different but it, like essentially like the same idea kind of just repeats again absolutely so yeah just it, like fashion, sadly things come back yeah. All right, guys, best mentoring advice that you want to share with our listeners. And I'm, I'm thinking it may overlap with some of the quotes that you've shared. But honestly, this, this can be something that you've learned that you think is true that you would say to your your children or to your peers, whatever. What do you say, Dina? Three words, don't give up. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, I listen to that myself. Don't give up. Tomorrow will be better. Yep, very true. Gio? Um, I would say you get out of stuff, whatever you put into it. <laughs> so however much energy you put into whatever you're doing is how much you're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Those are all really, really good too. So when we're doing the snippets, these little rounds of um, the mentoring, keep it all together, if you would, please. Everybody's snippets. Lester, what's your mentoring advice? My best mentoring advice, I have two. I said, don't sit on a wet seat, which means if you're married, you, you kind of know what that means. But if you, but uh, always check your surroundings. Always check or where you're going or what you're about to do. Always have a checklist of things that you want to accomplish. And that ties into my next thing and stay the course. So if you it's, it's, it's okay to get diverted a, a, a little, but always stay focused on what your ultimate goal is. So mm -hmm. that's good. Way. Okay, uh, this one may be a little bit controversial, but um, it's I feel like it's okay to give up sometimes, especially if you, you have to know when, it, right? Yeah, when you can't just give up immediately, but there's just sometimes where you just kind of have to. But at the same time, I'll, I'll keep saying like, keep trying to find something to like, you know, that works for you. Mm -hmm. Even if that thing didn't work out, keep trying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. yeah that's solid because there is wisdom in that honestly i would agree with you where somebody many times you know people would say oh you're still doing this and i i took it as a negative and they said no that's speaking to your tenacity so i've gone many times and said okay is this really what i'm supposed to be doing is it my calling if you will and then i have a conversation you know with with god about you know like what is going on here? Anyway, I'm 100% convinced I'm supposed to be staying the course. Um, so I stay it, but sometimes you doubt it. And if so, when is the best time to go, okay, let's go over to the left and go fix that. 
instead. Yeah. There's another problem there, right? Well, I want to thank you guys for being a guest on the show. Everybody, um, I know you probably have your favorite social channels, but on our close card, we're just going to use the LinkedIn profiles. But Dina, how can people find you? What is your favorite social channels that you would tell people to find you? I would probably say, look at YouTube. My daughter and I have a channel called the Flamingo Trainers, and that's where I kind of just dump everything. And it's from the very beginning of editing, and it is rough. And it's gotten a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might go and put that um, things that are your early, early work and put it over into a separate playlist and call it formative years or whatever you want to call it. You know, that's a good idea. And then you can have all of your other stuff in another channel. Okay, Gio, how can people find you? Uh, I agree with you. Know, I'd probably say uh, YouTube. So I would go like uh, YouTube.com. And you just look at my name, it's it's Geo. I, I probably need to like provide a link because that's that's literally all that is. It's all just right. Geo. So then we will not use LinkedIn. We will use whatever channel they're saying. So guys, please go and put your channel that you want people to find you on. And hopefully you named your YouTube channel with a name, not the string of letters and numbers, right? Okay, so Geo, what's your channel? And is it G-E-O? It's just the GEO. That's that's the problem. So I need to, you know, drop a link or um, make it easier to find because even my friends have trouble finding it if I don't link it to them. Mm -hmm. So pay attention to that. Lester, how can people find you? You can find me at my lmephoto.portfoliobox.net. That's where it has all my, my, my portfolio, my gallery of pictures and stuff of that nature. And they will be updated probably in another week or two with more pictures and stuff of that nature. Well, this goes out end of the year, so it's going to be ready by then. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Lester, you had such a great idea. I forgot about that. I have mine also. He has such, Lester gives me great ideas when I see his work. He's very inspiring. Yeah, his, his photography work, just for our listeners, he's also a photographer. You guys should hire him. He's really, really good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josue, how can people find you? It's a little more basic. I'm more just LinkedIn, basically. Everything should be there. So like my website and everything should be there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can have your, you, you can put your YouTube channel, you can put everything in that little area. So it's easy for people to find you. Yep. Well, I want to thank everybody for being a guest. This has been awesome. And I'm going to miss you guys not having, I, I don't know if there's ever going to be another group of four people that I have had as a collective team that has been just, you guys came out of the gate really, really strong. So super proud of you guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely. So we want to thank our sponsor, Cat5 Studios, and thank you to our production team, Josue Gonzalez, Gio Vargas, Dina Burks, and Lester Eccles. Our music is by Sophie Lloyd, and we would like to have your inclusion tip of the week shared on our show. So be sure to record it, send it, send your audio file to info at e4c.tech and include your name, job role, and where you work. We will email our intern pursuit game green screens for your next video conference call. Be sure to visit employers for change at www.e4c to learn how you can create real diversity and an inclusive culture while scaling your people for work. And thank you for supporting the Intern Whisperer podcast by subscribing to our show on Podbean or your favorite podcast channel.